Episode two of the Laura Clary podcast. Welcome. Thanks for coming in and tuning in. I'm Laura and that's Steven. So today was a really exciting day. Well, actually, yesterday was really, really exciting because we hit 1 million subscribers on the Help Hell and Smash show page on Facebook. So we are, I would say, we are the biggest show page on uh, Facebook. Yeah. We are, right? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Facebook launched uh, this thing called Show Pages. They're trying to compete with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Facebook's YouTube. literally throwing YouTube. They want to like take down YouTube. And they're throwing like a billion dollars. Mark Zuckerberg is determined to to have a huge, what do you call it? Um, network. Network. Well, streaming service. Streaming service, yeah. yeah. So thank God for one reason or another, Steven and I got on Facebook um, posting videos um, before anyone really did. And it's all about timing. And, you know, two years ago, YouTube was really saturated. I could shoot a funny video, but there were so many creators on there. It was really hard to get seen. And um, so Facebook, I heard through, you know, friends that, oh, Facebook's doing video now. Post your your sketches to Facebook, posted them there, they'd get so much more reach, so many more shares, so many more eyes. Mm. And um, so that just became our main platform. Even though they weren't monetizing, we weren't making a dime. We just thought we're reaching millions of people and uh, kept going and going. And now Facebook's monetizing. Now Facebook's doing real shows with real budgets. And now I'm their, one of their top creators, which is so fucking exciting. <laughs> amazing isn't it it's really amazing so steven and i decided that you know facebook brought us in for the beta testing of the show pages and we were one of the first people to create a show for facebook and we decided to go with helen horbeth (laughs) obviously because i'm freaking awesome Oh, hey, Helen. Oh, hey, guys, what's going on? Why is she back? How'd you get in here? Yeah, Oh, uh, you didn't leave your window locked upstairs. So I climbed up a ladder and I, well, and I crawled through. I got bruises on my knees, though. Why are you covered in bruises this week? Because I, I climbed through your window and I did up the skin while you were sleeping last night. And then I left and then I came back because I knew you were shooting a podcast. Okay, I wish I hadn't asked that. So, what have you been up to anyway, Helen? Me? Or me? Or Laura? Well, no, Laura, actually. Sorry, Laura, you were talking. Even though no one is interested in what you have to say, I'm the real star here. You have got a million fans, though, Helen. I know. I'm super excited, guys. I am the biggest show page on Facebook. It's super exciting. Um, I, you know, obviously expected it because I have that star quality, you know. Uh, you either have it or you don't. You're always talking about how you Well, because I do, you know. It's that thing that you can't really put your finger on. Um, you put your finger on things. I add in things. Um, oh! Any hole I can get my finger on, I'll All put right. it in. Put my fist in. Thanks. Oh, Jesus. Did you say fist? <laughs> okay, Helen, honestly, congratulations on your show page. So that's really great. I actually brought my family here, and oh, they're nice. all here. They're super excited. So, hi, guys. It's Granny here. And 
I just want to say thanks everyone for watching our show. I really am so excited that we finally have a successful show so we can buy yachts and boats and cocaine. Well, I wouldn't go that far. What? Well, I mean, first of all, don't talk about cocaine on the podcast. Why? I could finally afford it now. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not really the point, but. Crowley, don't talk about cocaine on the show. All right, guys. Thanks for joining, but you guys got to go. So, anyway. Helen's pressing her butt cheeks up against the window. Helen! Jeez, you think she'd be happy? Oh, God. Just ignore them and I'm they'll go to. away. Okay, okay, I'm trying to. So, okay, so that happened. So exciting. And then today I met with Jax, this production company who literally produces um, Amy Schumer, Broad City, Samantha B, Full Frontal, Roseanne, like all the biggest female comedians, and we're going to do a Facebook premium show with them and Pamela Pupkin. Tell them about when you went to CBS and what you did. Okay, so the meeting today was about this other show for Pamela Pupkin. Facebook wants to like produce like a big show around Pamela. You know, hi, y'all, I'm Pamela Pupkin, her. And uh, so I had been auditioning for years and years before I started creating my own content. So I was always at the studios auditioning. And when you're an auditioning actor, they kind of treat you shitty. So you're not allowed to park in the studio. You have to find street parking and then you have to walk to the studio and then you have to go through the gate and walk like blocks and blocks to get to whatever casting office and you go in and then they say hi and and then you're sitting in a waiting room with like 10 other lanky blonde girls who look exactly like you. And then you go in there and you read the script once for two minutes that you've worked your ass off for an entire week on for only for them. so hard on those auditions, my God. Yeah. Days and days. Only for them to hear you read one scene and then be like, okay, thanks. Thanks for coming in. Bye. Oh, um, but I, I still have to read the second scene that I memorized. That took me a week to memorize. Oh, no, we're good. Thank you. We got what we needed, okay? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, my manager back then, he literally, I had this like fucking manager who lived in a one-bedroom apartment with his mom. And he'd be like, Laura, we need to book this job. I got to pay rent. I got to pay rent. He's like, go, just go to the audition. Look, it's it's for Shaniqua Thomas. That's the role. She's spunky. She's fun. You could do this. All right. You're, you're versatile. So I went and not it's black, literally not black. Yeah, versatile, but not black. Literally, it's me and like 20 black girls. And I'm like, why the fuck would you send me here? Clearly, I'm not what they're looking for. Did not get that job. He lived with his mom and he like would like beg me to book the job because he needed to eat food. But I'll tell you something. He did get me um, a co-star role on a sitcom called Till Death on Fox with Brad Garrett, the guy. Um, Brad Garrett is the cop brother from Everybody Loves Raymond and he got his own spinoff sitcom called Till Death. So it's him and Jolie Fisher and I got... A two line role on that on that sitcom, and I went in and I went in for the table read, 
and they were laugh. Everyone was laughing at my two lines. I played like the stoner best friend and uh, just two lines, uh, the stoner best friend of Brad Garrett's daughter. And uh, after the read, the table read, um, the casting director comes up to me. She goes, Laura, um, we want you to read for the role of the daughter, which is like a huge role, right? Not two lines, but the role, the lead guy's daughter, this reoccurring guest star series regular role. And I said, is it because I'm tall? Because I'm six feet, Brad Garrett's like six, six, and I didn't know what the fuck. She goes, no, everyone thought you were hilarious and they're not happy with the performance of the daughter. So the daughter had never been on this season. So she was a new introduction to the show. And um, so they said, here's the script, be on stage six in 20 minutes. And I ran over and I read the scene with Brad Garrett and Jolie Fisher and like 20 angry execs and producers uh, and clients standing there freaking out because the show is in two days and they, they're they not happy with the, the this huge role of the daughter. And luckily I had been like watching rehearsals and I kind of like knew all her lines because I had been studying the whole time because I'd never been on a sitcom. So I was like, how does this work? So I was actually really prepared for some reason. I was, even when I was watching them rehearse the day before, I was thinking to myself, eh, I would have done the line like this, or I would have done the line like that. Little did I know I would actually get to do that line. And then literally half an hour later, they came up to me. They're like, you got the part. So that manager who lived with his mom, who was begging me for to book a role, um, got me the two-line role that turned into an eight-episode guest star on a network sitcom. And that was my first big job. But anyway, so today I went to CBS Radford and normally as an auditioning actor, you have to park blocks away and then walk up and find your way to the casting. So I parked on the street and then I walked through and then I text my manager, where are you? He goes, you didn't park in the lot. I was like, oh, oh shit. I'm allowed to park inside the studio. And he's like, uh, yeah, Laura. And they have a golf cart that was coming to pick us up at the parking lot, taking you to the production office. So we ended up because I, because I walked through, he just met me and we ended up walking over there. Did get a golf cart. So we did not end oh. up calling them for the golf cart. They said they would come get us, but we didn't. And well, so it's different back? treatment when you come in as a creator to when you come in as an actor. There's not enough carts. There's not enough cards. The funniest thing about Helen is when you look at the Facebook shows, most of them are well produced and they've got nice flash thumbnails. And then you look, go everyone look at Help Helen Smash's uh, thumbnail compared to all the other. Yeah, everyone has like a full crew, big budget, everything looks amazing. And then you look at Help Helen Smash's show page and it's like literally (laughs) shot on an iPhone vertically with a Snapchat filter. It's like pixelated and Helen's disgusting and the show is shot with my hand. uh, Like a big board around it. Yeah. A big black border. Well, because that's the style. I still like that. No, I I mean, it's... You know, if it's funny and original, that's all that matters, yeah. honestly. Just shows you, if you have an idea, if anyone has an idea, yeah. they've got a phone these days. You have no excuse. Exactly. So all you creators out there, all you writers, creators, artists, oh, I don't have the budget. Oh, I don't have the time. Oh, I no, you do. Take your fucking phone and fucking film yourself doing whatever shit that you love to do and fucking do it and fucking do it every fucking day and do what you fucking love because you're going to die. 
Okay. 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 Remember that because that's it. So we must do what we love. We must find a way. We must find a way. And also, when you start, probably no one will watch, and then it builds. Nobody cared. Your first video had like 50 views. No one cared what I did. For probably a good, I would say the first six months, no one really cared. And then people slowly started caring. Our first viral video was called English versus American, wasn't it? Yes. your friend Jack shot it after we went to the gym one morning. Yeah. He had an idea. Of English words versus American. Yeah, I thought that could be interesting. You cut back to, okay, what was it? It was like we were in the grocery store and I was like, um, <laughs> eggplant? And you were like, aubergine. That's right. And then I was yeah. like, can you take out the trash? You're like, I'll take out the rubbish. That's right. That's right. And then I was like, can you open the trunk? I'll open the boot. That's right. You can probably still see that on YouTube. On yeah. YouTube. English versus American. And we like it three. became pretty viral viral yeah yeah. first viral video i just wanted to tell them all about our brother-in-law when he said to you you know i i like your videos but some of them i hate yeah he hated it yeah my sister's husband like he's like one of those guys that just like doesn't hold anything back ever he'll just say the craziest (laughs) shit ever and you'll be like oh you okay okay (laughs) okay oh okay so he's like, yeah, I watched your videos and some of them are funny, but some of them I really hate. <laughs> he did. And I'm like, oh, you did. Oh, cool, 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 yeah. And I wasn't expecting And then he just kept going and he yes. was like, like this, there was this one where you were in Trader Joe's and you were going around the store in that tiny cart. I don't know. I hated that. I hate, why did you have that tiny cart? And there were bigger carts there. Of all the videos to hate, that one, I don't understand it. Because, you know, there's like those little kid carts. They're teaching children to shop and consume. That's not why he hated it. No, that's not why he hated it. (laughs) But they're adorable, those little carts. They're tiny little carts. And so I just thought, wouldn't it be funny if the six-foot woman is walking around the store using those tiny using the tiny kid cart to go grocery shopping so we just shot that and steven put some stupid music on it what was the song you put on it it was uh, a french composer called jean jacques how did it go again he probably hated the music too yeah what was your favorite what are some of your favorite early instagram videos if you I, had to pick your top five. Um, well, I used to do a lot of videos with... Um, the first web series I ever did was with... Oh, my God. Crazy. Russell Simmons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, like, paused because of everything that's happened. It's that's so crazy. crazy. Well, it is. It's really fucking sad and crazy because Russell Simmons was honestly one of the first people to believe in me as a creator and was and you f- never experienced firsthand any weirdness like that no not firsthand um he was one of the first people to give me an opportunity and he yeah. saw potential in me and you know gave me a platform he said come on my youtube channel and you can make sketches and i'll pay for them and 
yeah. produce them, you know. Uh, and the first person to back Pamela Pupkin as well. Yeah, so, but, you know, just, I do think there's something to be said. You know, I was at a meeting the other day, a special problems meeting, and one of the women, obviously it's anonymous, was an older woman, maybe in her 60s, and she's talking about how the times are different. The times are different. Back in the day, everyone was grabbing each other and... like really you could hear that she was really thinking that all these claims were um oh. not justified wow which i thought like whoa i don't want to make any excuses for anything i i really just think the whole thing is sad and i hope that he kind of makes a change well he's he said he's going to look at he, I mean his apology the, the statement that he did the last statement was actually it seemed thoughtful and he was like I'm going to learn to listen and stuff and maybe he will have a I, I you know as a recovering addict I believe people can change and that good people do bad things and but they can change and Stephen and I are both proof of that yeah you know I am not the same person I was when I was on drugs I'm not no, me neither. And we, you're not yeah. either. And so it's, you know, perhaps sex sex addiction can bring out the worst and um just like anything and um It's definitely an addiction. Oh yeah. Definitely. Because cuz you're risking your life, yeah. you're risking your job, yeah. you're risking it, everything. Yeah. It's crazy. It's compulsive just like a drug addiction. Just like a drug addiction or a food addiction yeah. or it's, shopping. It, yeah, it's it's so I don't view these these men as evil i view them as sick and in need of help Hmm. anyway russell simmons um he was the first one to give me a show and uh from his network was mostly black comedians and i was legit the only white girl on his network on his youtube channel and so all my comedian friends were black and I just all the Instagram videos that I did to answer your question, I was the only white girl. Yeah. So a lot of the comedy came from that. Yes. You know, it was like being the only white girl in the group. I like that one. Uh, Fuck the police. But that has the music in the uh, Dre music. What was that one? The misunderstanding, yes. the misunderstanding gone wrong. So I was on the phone That's and right. I was talking to my friend. And I was like, yeah, it's an all white party. Um, yeah, you wear all white. Yeah, it's all white. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and I was talking about this, you know, all white, wearing all white party. Okay, 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 okay. And I'm saying KKK and it's an all white party. And then I turn around and there's a group of black people like looking like they're about to kill me. Um, but it was all just a big misunderstanding um, what they heard and what I was actually saying. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But there was a lot of like, yeah. A lot of, uh, yeah, your fan base, you were definitely, uh, you definitely had a completely black audience when you started because you were in that world. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was funny. And I, and I would, you know, it was just, it was funny. It was, it was, it was a really fun time. And then I just, and then I started building my own brand and, 
uh, focusing on my Instagram rather than doing shows for, you know, Russell's channel and other people's channels, I started building my own brand and what is my own voice look like? And then I started moving away from working with a lot of creators in general and started doing a lot of solo stuff. And that was the stuff that really hit when I started making videos by myself with whether it be Matt, I would do mashup videos or face swaps, original songs. Um, those were the ones that started that were the ones that kind of blew me up, I would say, right? Well, Helen. I think Helen was the one that really. Helen was the one that. Re- but remember, yeah, I the started getting. Were the first thing that I remember the first mashup. You yeah. Put out, we, it just broke Instagram for a. Like, so, mashups, for those of you who don't know, it's like you take. A, I'll find a weird video online of someone and then I'll take it and I'll cut myself into the scene and react with that person. So I mash up this funny video with my own interpretation of it. We've got compilations of all that on YouTube if you want to check those. Yeah. They're funny. And now it's like crazy. Steven and I are like, looking for a house right now which is insane like we're gonna buy a house we have two shows and i'm writing a book and it's steven's doing two films steven you got yep. two films doing next two year films next year scoring then, two films yep. this year That's and what, all the music for these shows and all the music for these shows so like it's gonna be busy it's gonna be a really busy year but that i uh, i just have to say thank god for my sobriety because none of this would have happened had i still been you know using and you can't drinking uh, you can't i feel like it's much harder to create uh, a career for yourself if you're if if you're an addict totally it's impossible oh my god and i see it too like i don't know if you have musician friends that are like in it absolutely right but like i have some friends who are so brilliant but they're caught by that addiction and i can see it and i don't even know if they're aware of it but you know you can see it as an outsider and i see the way it affects their growth and and them reaching their full potential because as an addict all of a sudden the drug or the drink comes before your purpose comes before your husband your wife your boyfriend your girlfriend your mom your sister your kids it comes the addiction comes before everything else and robs you of reaching your full potential yeah it's really sad so i'd say that um when i was in bands i saw a lot of addicts functioning and being able to just piece together their their music but once I got into film scoring, there was no uh, active addicts because you just can't do it. It's at the next level up, you can't do it. Right. It's too, you just have to be have your wits about you. Totally. But when right. you're like in the 20s in bands, you can do it. You yeah. Still, like, I was fucked up all the time when I was in my 20s. But when I started to yeah. do films and get into my 30s, right. I, had to, I had to go. You couldn't, no. you couldn't balance you couldn't, it. You can't. No, you just can't do it. And like, if you look at, oh yeah, I'm function, I'm a musician. It's part of the lifestyle. Jim Morrison, dead at 27. Yep. Jimi Hendrix, dead at 27. Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin, dead at 27. Amy Winehouse, dead at 27. Yep. I mean, that's, oh, you can do it? No, you can't do it. You can't do it. Yes. So that's, that's it. It's busy and good. Gotta remember to stay grateful and not let any of this get 
to my head. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's like everywhere we go, I'm getting stopped more and more. And it's so weird for me and it's new and it's different. It is amazing. It's still amazing to meet fans who like know. I still does my head in when people know lines from things. It's amazing that they, you know, that it's connected like that. Yeah, it's, it's just an amazing thing. Very grateful. But without my spirituality and just waking up in the morning, not going straight on Instagram, how many views did I get? Oh, are the comments good? Oh, what's my next video? Oh, shit, is it going to be a banger? Oh, my God, this needs to go viral. Oh, my God, what's the next week's video? Oh, yeah. my God, what's the next week's video? It's oh, my God, it's never ending. It's hard not to do that. But we, whenever you do that, whenever both of us do it, we have a worse day. Right, because it's like you're then saying your happiness is contingent yes. on an external thing, yeah. and that is just an illusion happiness is an inside job and I can have it right here right now. Yeah. And I have to view my work as what can I give? How can I be of service? And that's try what I try to do every day. It's not about me and the views and the money or whatever. It's okay. How can I make millions of people laugh around the world? Yeah, And that was always your mission from day one. So. Yeah, exactly. Part of what helps me to stay sober and sane is meditation. That's a huge part of my sobriety and just really my sanity, my daily sanity, right? So I don't get caught up in it all. So um, we do have Pamela Pupkin here and she's going to take us through a little uh, two-minute guided meditation. I mean, you guys, I don't know if you meditate or not, but honestly, if you only have a minute it's better than nothing. If you have five minutes, amazing. If you have 10, even better. But anyway, Pamela is going to take us through a little guided meditation. Um, Pamela and Roger are here. So they're going to take us through a meditation. So if you guys want to do this, just enjoy it. <laughs> Hello. 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 Is this hello? Hello. 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 Roger, I'm not saying hello to you. I'll oh. see you. Okay. I would say, is the mic working? Hello? Hello? Um, yeah, Pamela, the mic is working. Hello? 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 I, I can't hear. Not you, Roger. Okay, sorry. I said, not you. I can see you and hear you. So don't say hello. I was saying hello as a mic check. Hello? 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 Is it working? Uh, yeah, Pamela, it's working. Great. Okay, y'all. Now, my name is Pamela Pupkin, and I am going to take you through just a little one to two minute meditation. Okay. Now, meditation is so beneficial. Okay. It's beneficial for your mind, for your body, and for your spirit. Okay. Meditation is so good for you, y'all. This is your healthy tip for the day. Okay. If you could just wake up and meditate, okay, you're going to have a good life. Just like me. When I started meditating, I started getting success successful in my career. My marriage has been better than ever. Wow. Okay. Fucking shut the fuck up. Roger. Sorry, I was just okay. I'm fucking talking and you're interrupting me. I'm sorry. Stop. About sorry about that. Okay. Okay, now inhale through your nose. Roger? You said inhale. I, I'm talking to the audience. Okay, sorry. 
Okay, y'all, everybody close their eyes, okay? I want you to close your eyes and breathe in deep through your nose for a count of four, okay? One, two, three. Roger, what are you doing? Why do you have a semi-erection over there? Roger. Sorry, I don't know what happened. You, you need to go ice it off. That right. is, stop. Why? What about this gave you a semi-erection? Ice it off. Your erection. You've got a semi. Ice on it. To shrink it down. Why is it that? Why? Why? What is that? I don't know if ice is going to Can you cut this bit out, please? Thank you. Okay. Laura said we weren't allowed to talk to the producer anymore. So. Okay, you're going to inhale deep through your nose. And exhale out your mouth. Roger, not you. Not you. Not you. Don't talk. I'm trying to meditate. You said I'm taking people through. I got it. Meditation. And you keep talking. But you said how am I supposed to? You said breathe. Let them meditate I'm s- when you keep talking. Okay, sorry. Are you done? I think I am done. You think? Yeah, I am. Or you know. I know, sorry. Okay. Oliver, come here. Okay, out. I will fucking take your balls and I will crumple them up in my palm oh. and I'll pull. Ooh. No, oh. with my fingernails. Oh. You fucking twat, fucking dumb, fucking cunt monkey bitch. Jesus Christ. I will fucking end your existence if you say one more word while I'm trying to meditate. Please cut that bit out. Christina, the producer, cut it out. Okay? Please. Thank you. All right, now, everybody, inhale deep through your nose. One, two, three, four. And exhale out your mouth. I can still hear you. Now we're going to do that two more times. This is called pranayama. Okay, it's big with the Indian community. I'm very familiar with. I just went to India last month. Wait, no, you and didn't. I spent time what you, with them meditating on a silent retreat. We went to Michigan last week to get end money your from... life. Wow. What? We were in Michigan last week to try and get money from your sister. Okay. You know what, Roger? You're fired. Oh. Just go. Walk away. Christina, please cut that bed out. Bye! Cut that bit out, okay? I was in India last month. Um, I was donating and feeding the starving children and meditating for world peace. I spent a month there. It was just lovely. And I learned a whole bunch. So, y'all, <clears throat> if you could just inhale through your nose. Are you telling them about Michigan? Raza!
guys, I'm so sorry about that. Um, Jesus, uh, that was Pamela. I hope you enjoyed your uh, meditation. Yeah, normally it's much more peaceful than that. Um, if you want, you can just look on YouTube for like anyone but Pamela Pupkin's meditation. And that should really like zen you out. I just look at guided meditations on YouTube um, and I do like 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever the fuck I have time for. Anyway, guys, this was a really fun podcast. And uh, ow, I got the headphones stuck in my hair. Okay. I will say that this does feel like a very intimate look into what's going on behind the scenes of everything you guys are seeing and watching online. I mean, I don't know if this is interesting. Like, I certainly feel like I'm probably boring the fuck out of you, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not. So I guess you guys will let me know in the, in the comments and, you know, um, really this was meant to be a sort of like behind the scenes, intimate look as what's going on in our lives behind the characters, behind the career, yeah. behind everything, really. And I feel like this one was different from the last one because we're learning this one was more serious, but it was really good. It was good in a different way. Yeah, yeah. right? Interesting. Totally. Um, but, I, you know, because it's so early on, it's like, what do you want more of? Yeah, do you want they should tell us. More segments with characters or um, just... ask them. Um, yeah, so this was super fun. And uh, until next Wednesday when we record again. And I'd love for you guys to comment on the... Wh- where did they comment? Um, they would comment, yeah, in the iTunes. Leaving, leaving a comment on iTunes is a really good thing to do. Yeah, if yeah. you guys can comment on iTunes and like let me know what you thought. Give it five stars, even if you hated it. Yeah, give it five stars, even if you think it sucked dick. Yeah. Okay, and um, love you all. And until next time, make sure to meditate, y'all.